Welcome back to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, John Hook, joined by my co-host, Mo Steptoe and Dakota Allen. A very, very emotional week in the world of wrestling. We lost two legends, uh, the hardcore legend Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, also known as The Fiend, Eater of Worlds. Uh, Yeah, we just went to the SmackDown episode last night. A very emotional roller coaster of a show. Probably one of the best wrestling shows I'll ever get to go to, unless I can go to WrestleMania sometime. Absolutely beautiful show. uh, Before we get started, we just want to send our condolences to the Funk and uh, Rotunda families. But we'll go ahead and get the uh, Raw recap started. We'll start off with. yeah, Jesus Christ, I'll have to edit that out. Just had a brain fart there. But uh, we'll go ahead and get started with uh, the results from Monday Night Raw. Uh, to open up the show, we had Kevin Owens making his uh, return to team with uh, Sami Zayn. You good? Yeah, all my audio cut out for a second. All right. We had uh, Kevin Owens returning. Uh, the team was Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes to, uh, to face the Judgment Day. Because uh, what was your thoughts on that one, man? Uh, I feel like I've seen this before. Twelve times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's never a bad match, but, like, you know we can do something else for a main event on Raw, right? Yeah. Mo. Oh. I, the, I'm gonna say I don't like it just because I feel like Judgment Day has been taking a lot of L's, and they're not getting the credit that they deserve for being fan, fantastic wrestlers. But the match was the match was good. I just didn't like the results. Yeah, yeah, that ended up being the main event yet again. Kind of getting. I don't want to say stale, but I'm tired of them just throwing people or throwing the the faces together to face the Judgment Day. Judgment Day versus insert three people. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's a random combination of Cammy, Kevin, Sammy, Cody, and Seth. Just pick which three's at Raw that day and throw them on there. Yeah. It it would have been I, I know this is it was already talked about it earlier in the show with Seth's back injury, but it would have been nice to see the dynamic between Seth and Cody not getting along a little bit more. But it is what it is. We got Kevin back, so we had to see him with Sammy. So, but and yeah, and they were back home in the homeland. So you know, right? I guess you can't make them lose at home. I guess that's a thing. Yeah, that's right. They were in Toronto. That almost that almost slipped my mind there. But yeah, they they had to they had to have the feel good moment. Uh, but next uh, we had the the new day defeating Matt Riddle and Drew McIntyre via pinfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this was fun. I uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like the new day a lot. I just I miss Big E a whole lot. That, that dude used to make this tag team a little. They're already entertaining, but it makes them more entertaining with Big E there. Yep. 
Mo, you got anything? Yeah, man. Uh, Mick Riddle. <laughs> Mick Riddle is uh, they all right. I like to. I kind of like the weirdness of that tag team. Uh, it's good to see Kofi back. Honestly, right. I think when I I think when I stopped watching wrestling, he was kind of like ascending. So I missed the whole. I missed his whole take off pretty much. But we get to see. I think I think they say they're gonna wrestle again in like a week, two weeks, or something like that. So because of you know their interference, right? Uh, Dakota, you got anything for this one? Uh, it was it's a fun match. I just like you said, I miss Big E, and I really don't know what they're doing with Drew and Riddle right now. Yeah, I'm waiting for that turn. Yeah, Mick Riddle. I'm waiting for that turn. Like I, I need Drew to be a heel because there's there's too many dominant faces on uh on Raw right now. On both shows, really, I feel like it's mostly faces at this point. Yeah, it's it's like everybody's too worried about turning heel because the merch sells or something. I might be on something there, but uh, yeah. Next we had the Intercontinental Championship match with Chad Gable and Gunther. Banger, Chad, loved it. Chad Gable wins by countout. After throwing Gunther over the barricade, this this match was beautiful. I thought Chad the ending Gable was the god. <laughs> I, I thought the ending was perfect too. It protects Gunther. It almost legitimizes Gable at the same time, and you still get Gunther to keep his record. But he finally takes a loss. Yeah. This is uh, Gunther's first L, and I think a year. I think it's his first L on the main roster, period, in a singles match. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Since joining the main roster, it's his first L. Yeah. Nobody better, in my opinion. He's been putting on the clinic the last couple of weeks. And I mean, he, I'm talking about Chad, Chad Gable. I loved it. I love the uh, House of Chops, Pork Chops. Chopsticks, it don't matter. You're getting chopped if you're going against Gunther. Come prepared. The match was a phenomenal. It could have been it could have been the main the main match, honestly. Should have been. Should have been. Oh, absolutely should have been. But Jay Gable's one Percocet away from full on perk angle at this point. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. Uh next we had the pre tape promo. From uh, Shinsuke, revealing that what he whispered into uh, Seth Rollins' ear, saying he knows about the back injuries. That was uh, that was something. I mean, that happened. I'm not really sure what we're doing with this, but well, we got one hell of a new meme format. No worry, that's for sure. It's hilarious to me, like a 30 year old man with a bad back. That's like. All of America. <laughs> Thought you were about to hate on Seth with a bad back. Like you gonna call him out for you gonna call him a pussy for having a bad back? Oh no, of course not. <laughs> no. Like, how, like, how, how dare you? We all hurt you. <laughs> it's a fun. But yeah, it's good I, to see it's good to see heel Shinsuke again too. Hopefully it's better than what it was with AJ of just keep hitting you in the dick. 
as, uh, just, yeah, as long as we don't get a good match build up and then just straight punch to the dick and then nothing more. But nice. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of it kind of has that feel to me for some reason. Like they're gonna wrestle, Seth's probably gonna win, and it'll be the end of that for some reason. Yeah. I mean, that's the feeling I get. I won't yeah. be wrong, but that's just. I don't. I don't see the. Like I don't see the the chemistry, the fit, like for them to. Yeah, it feels like one of the random rivalries that Karrion Cross has been getting, where he just has like a couple matches, no payoff. Yeah, it. Yeah. It does, but I'm hoping this is the start of keeping Shinsuke back in the main card. That's oh, too. instead of the instead of the the uh, kitty draw with with Carlos Boozer and. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were about to hate on a fucking Rick Boogs for a minute when they had that going on because we would have thought that was the great that was the greatest thing SmackDown had for the longest time. Yeah, he's tagged he's tag back with Rick Boogs having played his entrance song on on a guitar on the way to the ring. That was still one but of my I, favorite many entrances many entrances of all time. I still need Pat McAfee back on commentary if they do that though because he sold it every time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we just bring Pat Maxey back? Period. Like the man, the man is gold. Can you imagine him back on, like on a Peacock pay per view? Just him, him absolutely losing his mind. Live on the cock. <laughs> We're here at payback. Uh, I'm just saying, absolutely unhinged shit. That's why we love him. He, he's living our dreams. Yeah. Uh, next, we had. Trish Stratus getting interrupted by Becky Lynch. Or uh, Trish Stratus getting interrupted by Becky Lynch in a promo. The crowd, I don't know if y'all saw this, was chanting at we them. Don't care. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care. They were chanting at him in French saying, uh, we don't give a fuck. In French. All on live TV, and they did not bleep any of it out. Thank God the producers don't understand French. I don't either, but... I'd bless Twitter for letting us know what they said. Yeah. I bet you, I bet it sounded beautiful too, if I understood what the fuck they were. I bet, <laughs> oh. It probably sounded like, stop, we surrender. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyways, we're going to just move right on past that one. There's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, we're getting a steel cage match with these two at payback. Um, yay. Please yeah. let this be the end. Let it be the end. Trish has had a nice run back, but I'm done with it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, I've been done. I was done about a month ago. Yeah. The money in the bank match, whenever that was, I was done then. Yeah. I, I, was, uh, done, I was done at Saudi with the giant moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we had uh, Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin defeating Katana Chance and Caden Carter via pinfall. No. Uh, yeah, the most tag team is continuing to take L's. My tag base. Why do you keep doing my tag base like this, man? The perfect. The, the, the perfect. These <laughs> they, they, they really do. And they have the most like choreographed shit, I feel like, out of all the women tag team wrestlers, they have the most choreographed wrestling moves. And they just, and we don't care. L's, yeah. hand them out. Yeah, uh, Piper Niven hit uh, Chance with a running crossbody. 
Uh, I haven't got any word if she's okay. So. <laughs> so I know this match happened. I know I watched this match, it. but my, my brain has apparently blocked it out from memory. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing about it. If it was Caden, yeah. Caden could take it. <laughs> Would. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. <laughs> uh, next we had uh, to end our recap for Raw. Uh, Akira Tozawa defeating the Miz after LA Knight oh. uh, had Miz distracted for an entire match. Akira Tozawa, by yeah. the way, was zero for thirty-three in all his main in-ring matches. I know he won the twenty-four-seven title a lot backstage, but he never won a match in ring until Monday when he beat the Miz. Picasso. He's the he's the he's the get right the the get right opponent. I'm gonna get right against against him. Yeah, the the Division two school or one double A school that the big boys beat up on. That is that is yes. what he was. But we got to get my back. We got to have the Appalachian State moment. <laughs> Thanks to L.A. Knight in this one, but. Uh, post-match, Akira Tozawa was running around backstage uh, doing the yeah chant. Absolutely beautiful. Hilarious. Uh, next, we'll go ahead and get on to SmackDown. Honestly, this was, this was amazing. This is uh, probably the best, show, best live show I've ever been to, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was a whole lot, of, whole lot of feel-good moments, and you got to see the stars you, you pay to go see instead of just half the roster like you, which you usually get. Given we didn't get Seth Rollins, but... Oh, we got it. We got Cody Rhodes. We got to see Cody Rhodes in person. Yeah. Arguably the biggest star in, in wrestling right now. Uh, actually, he's no Kenny Omega. Take a shower. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, I know we shit talked a lot about AEW fans and not showering, but um, oh, I got this one. I got this one. We were standing in line at the merch thing and we saw the prices and we're trying to justify waiters to get out of line. The person who was standing in front of me, I know we, we joke on AEW a lot. Dear fucking God, take a shower. You're in public. I know it was raining outside, but you should not be smelling like a wet dog. Oh, uh, that, that shit! That shit was rank. And that, that wasn't the only encounter I had where somebody was smelling. Walking to our seats, we had to cut through some people, and we, you know, you get all up close and personal with people when you're like sliding past them. There was a couple that hit me, and I was like, "Oh God, fuck!" But luckily, uh. We're all a little bit taller out, outside of my brother that went, but didn't get a full whiff, but it was it was bad. It was bad. I know the people who sat in front of us were probably the highlight of the entire show because they were so fucking into this thing. Yeah, from, from the first match to the last match, they were animated. They they made the show worth a watch. It was it was fun. I haven't seen someone jump up for a Rey Mysterio six one nine since two thousand four. It was <laughs> but that was nostalgic for them, man. I probably it probably would have been me because I hadn't. That's what I remember last damn near. 
Yeah, that's that's true. It was it, it was fun. It, uh, so I'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and get into the matches here. Uh, well, well, to start, we had the ten bell salute and the little video package and everything. Yeah, my fault. My fault. They actually had Eric Rowan out there too, which was nice. They let him come out for that. Good, good move on them. Is he uh, still signed with AEW? He was never signed with AEW. He was only there for Brody's uh, thing. Gotcha. But he's just been running around the Indies, living his best life. Yeah. Well, the Ten Bell salute. If you want to see the video from in the arena, it's like it's on our TikTok currently. If you don't want to see WWE's version of it, which is uh, a little bit edited and a little sped up, that's on our TikTok. It popped this potty for the cheap. Make sure you check that out. Uh, but to start the show, we had Rey Mysterio uh, defeating Grayson Waller. This this was this was uh, really fun to watch with uh, Austin Theory interfering and Santos Escobar uh, interfering as well. It was actually a fun match. Grayson Waller showing off how he still has good knees. Yeah. <laughs> then Ray immediately uh, mocking him after it. But yeah, um, this felt. I don't know, man. It, it was it was great to hear the crowd. Everybody was into it. They allowed the entire match from bell to bell. Everything Ray did, everybody was super into it. Ray really knows how to work a crowd still. He's been in the business forever. Classic. Still got it. Uh, I said this whenever he's walking to the ring. Y'all can tell me how you feel about it. And This is my hot take for the show. Grayson Waller kind of has that like Orton-esque feel, like young Orton. The way he carries himself, his moveset, <laughs> the, the stuff he's able to do. He's really got that Randy Orton feel to him. I could I could see that. After watch after watching him wrestle, you know, I could like last night I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got the he's he's got a cutter, like the RKO, except for he has to have like a running start to his. I don't know, man. It, the ability to move in a ring, it looks it it was it felt like a throwback to Randy Orton. Uh Dakota, you got any thoughts on this match? Uh, just kind of same as you. Grayson Waller did really impress me. He's he's going to be one hell of a star here in the near future. Yeah. Uh, next is the where we had the uh, women's championship match with uh, EO Sky and Zelina Vega. This was also fun to watch. It was just kind of weird how the crowd just died uh, from one match to the next. They weren't really behind this match at first, and then as, the longer it kept going, the more the crowd was into it. it was super entertaining. Uh, it was kind of hard. And I don't know how it was on on TV for you, Mo, but it was at the show. It was kind of like who's the heel and who's the face in this match because everybody was kind of split between the two. I would assume Eo Sky was, but. It it didn't seem like nobody had like a, a interest in either like booing either wrestler. Like it seemed like they right. were just genuinely cheering them both on. Yeah, it was right. a very, I thought it was, very it, mild I thought it was a great match for that one. It was a good match, but the crowd was very mild for it. Yeah, we were all confused. It was like, it, watching it on TV was I was like I'm I was entertained. I thought it was a great match. Mm-hmm. 
it, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's beat the it's beat all the women's segments on on Raw. That's for damn sure. But yeah, super entertaining. It was just like somebody sucked the air out of the crowd once this match mm-hmm. started. Did the uh, when was uh, Cody's tribute? Was it before that match or after that match? Uh, it's next, bitch. Yeah, it's, I next. Saying, it's next. Oh, see, hey. <laughs> I don't. Good. I don't. I'm about to say like live and on TV. I... Oh, it's it's definitely different because I was sending pictures to what was going on uh, to my wife who was watching it at home, and they were on like a five minute delay. Okay. With live events, it's like a 15 second delay so they can censor out anything that needs to be. And then you got to factor in if they're streaming on something or watching it yeah. on the table. And you can have up to like a two minute delay. But yeah. Uh, next, we had Cody Rhodes giving that emotional speech about Terry Funk and how he met Terry Funk whenever he was 11. Uh, this is really well done. If you all. Want to see that? Obviously, check that out on WWE no Twitter. Uh, yeah. The pyro for Cody live in the woe is deafening. <laughs> the pyro every time it hit, you could feel people like jumping out of their seat. It was it was really fun. Uh, and y'all didn't take no video of y'all doing it. Y'all singing along? Oh, we got me and we got we got videos. Me and Ken got a something something Cody Rhodes one. That was fun, yeah. Uh, at the end of his speech, he uh, announced that they were going to have a... Was it a hardcore uh, match? A hardcore match in Terry Funk's memory. They should have just called it a Texas uh, Texas tag team, or uh, Texas Tornado tag team match. Sorry, it's a tongue twister. But it was yeah, between... There, there was no hardcore. Yeah, well, there, I mean, it was, it was an ODQ match. It was a single, a single table. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting chairs and shit to come out. And I was like, where are all the? Did nobody? I seen who was the Stobich put old boy on his on his shoulders, but I was like, where's the ladder? You could have just used the ladder to do that to pay, you know. Like was, classic, yeah. that's classic throwback. I did yell that out. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, we See? were excited as shit for the street profits to come out, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, whenever Bobby Lashley came out, I may or may not have let out a sound. And, uh, <laughs> it got Dakota's. It got Dakota's attention. He looked over at me like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh oh, was it a was it sus? Was no, it, it was like sus? it was more like a. <laughs> and he oh. thought I was having a stroke. Uh, sound like the gobbledygooker uh... coming out. <laughs> <laughs> he sent a picture to Macy, and she got pissed because she didn't make it that far yet in the show. <laughs> Yeah, but he came out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah, Macy knows I love Bobby Lashley, so whenever he came out, I sent her a picture. She was like, you asshole, I'm not there yet. <laughs> but Man, get ready to bust out his goddamn suit come down that, uh, come down that damn walkway. I will say this. We were a few rows away from the ring, uh, but that motherfucker is massive in person, too. Oh, my God. Uh, he looked okay. like uh, he looked like everybody talks about how big uh, Big Papa Pump used to be. This motherfucker would look like a midget next next to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley looked like a dark Jay Cutler. Like it's ridiculous. 
Ronnie Coleman. Look like Ronnie Coleman in, uh, for wrestling. But. Light work. Yeah, lightweight. But uh, his spear in person is also amazing. The top three spears in wrestling. Top two. Top two. I love Edge, but he, when he put an edge above his, his spear. If we're doing ever, it's Goldberg, Rhino, Lashley for me. Man, Goldberg is killing people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kick, Kick his head off. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the Hitman Heart fan club right here. He damn near killed my mans. <laughs> well, when Rhino hit that gore, it looked like he killed a man sometimes. <laughs> I'll, uh, all right, I'll give you a new one. Braun Breaker has the best one currently. Currently, yes. That dude makes it look like it hurts. And there's no spin off of it like how Lashley does. Mm. I kind of I like the spin that Lashley does though. It's a little it, something different. Yeah, it makes it makes it a little makes it a little nicer. But Brown Breaker looks like he's trying to run through somebody. Anyways, let's get back to this damn match. <laughs> uh, I saw a whole lot of complaining on Twitter of this isn't a real hardcore match. It wasn't. Was it entertaining? Absolutely. It was, uh, but there was way too much bitching on Twitter of. No, this is not a hardcore match. Terry Funk. Whatever. But did, did my man's almost kill another wrestler, though? Oh, Ridge Holland? No. Thank God. There was people in the crowd saying, don't injure him whenever he was up on his, uh, when he had uh, Montez <laughs> up on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, don't injure him. Like it, it, it was every time he picked somebody up, there was people to our right that were screaming it, like, don't hurt him! Jesus Christ. If that's the reputation you got, bro, like... Mm. Like, you're more you dangerous to... than Goldberg, man. That's bad. Yeah. You need to evaluate your, uh, your skill, my guy. But the one table that was brought out after the crowd, after we were yelling for a table for a little while, uh, finally got brought out. Uh, there was a little back and forth uh, between the between the four of them. Of who was basically going to go through the table. Uh, we got it with uh, the Street Profits hitting their new finisher through it. And then uh, Bobby Lashley hitting that spear at the end, too. I don't know how you do that in the suit, but he managed to find a way. Uh, Street Profits picked up the win. And then uh, when, we came, when they came back out of break, they... They teased the hell out of the entire crowd playing Cena's music like that. Oh, it was dirty. It was real dirty. That place was ready to explode. <laughs> like, oh, I, that's petty. I felt... So I was sitting between my brother and Dakota. Whenever that music hit, I felt both of them get ready to jump up just to realize that it was just, it was just them announcing he's returning. So I don't think I've seen oh. Cena in person since the OVW days, honestly. Yeah, but that that place you could feel everybody sucking the air in, get ready to be like, ah! but no, we didn't get anything. We got blue balled for a return for next week. Yeah, they definitely edged y'all. Definitely gave y'all good edging. Not even good. Not even the good kind. No release. No satisfaction. Uh, uh, next we had uh, something that Ken called in the middle of everything. I think I think as we were was it as we were walking in or after the match happened, uh, Mysterio and Escobar versus uh, Theory. It was after it was after the 
theory interruption and Santos came out and helped too. Yeah. So let the record show. He called that about an hour before it was announced. Widowy. Mm. He called it widowy. We also Ooh, may have pissed John off all night doing the widowy thing. <laughs> yeah, they're doing Who baby talk all night. Who leaked the script, man? How did he know? I, I don't know, but I think the people who were sitting in front of us thought uh, Canada Dakota <laughs> had some speech problems. <laughs> they probably thought John or Dan was a Make-A-Wish kid. I mean, <laughs> fair. The way I reacted to Bobby coming out, you would have thought it was one. Oh, my goodness. But uh, they, another announcement was uh, Mysterio versus Theory for the United States Championship book for payback. I don't want to watch this match, but I don't. I'll, I'll watch it for Ray, but I don't know. This was yeah. We didn't even get to see Ray win it the first time. I definitely don't want to watch it now. <laughs> Still mad. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck the Bengals. FTB. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> Just throw that in. Uh, We'll start saying FTB instead. Anyways, uh, we had on to, on to the main event. No, that's it. Do we have one not more? just not just yet. Uh, LA Knight versus the Miz, oh, book for payback. Yeah, the whole promo and everything's part of the main event. Which amazing promo! <laughs> yeah, and then uh, another thing, book for payback. Uh, Cody will, Rhodes will be on the Grayson Waller effect, so we're probably going to get a match between those two. I think that'll be one hell of a match. Yeah. And on to the main event. Well, the promo for the main event. LA Knight uh, started talking about how him and Bray putting something through hell and how he, how Bray basically showed him everything that he's going to be put through in this business. And then uh, LA Knight uh, started talking about the Miz. And he's like, I got a little too much bass in my voice. Oh my. <laughs> he switched it up on us and that was absolute gold I feel like him and the Miz are just one up in each other every time they do promos now and say, if we're not going to put LA Knight in a title picture just let him run against the Miz for till Royal Rumble yeah but at the very end of his promo he uh, gave another shout out to Bray Wyatt in it he said, a wise man told me, next time you see me, you get a ball up into the camera. He said, run. It was perfect. Perfect. Down to the last minute detail. I mean, even L.A. Knight looked emotional the entire time, too. Yeah, he was having to take his time and making sure he didn't slip up. And Yeah, it was, it was, that was a great promo. Him and Cody absolutely killed the... Uh, Memorial promo, so it was, it was good. But uh, next we had the our dark actual matches. Match. No, no, no. Uh, oh, the had, actual match. You're correct. Yeah, L.A. Knight uh, defeating Finn Balor. Pinfall. <clears throat> this was uh, this was fun. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Finn Balor is uh, amazing in the ring. Doesn't disappoint. 
uh, gave LA Knight the opportunity to show what all he can do. And this is the first time, legitimately, we got LA Knight in the main event. So, another amazing thing to see in person. We got to see our guy main event his first show. And uh, this man is incredibly over hearing it yeah. in person. Finn, ba- Finn Balor is like sneakily underrated. But like, I know he's like the punching bag right now. Like he's taking a lot of he's taking a lot of L's, but yeah. he seems like he has good chemistry with everybody. Like when he wrestles. Oh, he, the man can go. Yeah. Because I was kind of I was kind of worried about how we're gonna look like with them two. Because I've never really you never really seen them two. Oh, I haven't anyway. But it was a great match. They're two different styles it. of wrestling. They they both wrestle completely different styles, but they made it work. Yeah. Uh, it is it is incredible seeing LA Knight do that jumping on the ring post spot. Mm-hmm. It, it almost comes out of nowhere if, when it, if he does it right. And he hit it last night, and it was it was flawless. Yeah. Then seeing it in person, you really see how high he really gets on this jump too. Like, Third turnbuckle, baby, no steps. Yeah. Shoes of a champion. <laughs> <laughs> see this jacket? Shoes of a champion. Them red bottoms, baby. Red bottoms for men, though. <laughs> Get up, her. But yeah, he ended up defeating Finn Balor. Every time he did it, he did the point, three points, LA night. The crowd was in it the whole way. Uh, just as loud, if not loud, or not not louder for Cody Rhodes. It was, like, like the coach said, dude is extremely over. And the crowd absolutely erupted whenever he came out as well, whenever the LA night music hit. But. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on to the dark matches. Uh, I wish they would have cool. showed these on TV, or at least at least we could have seen them on. Uh, and before the dark matches, we had the exiting little silhouette, last little check. tribute to Bray with the lantern yeah. in the ring. They tried to make me cry, boy. They tried to make me cry last night watching that. The photo John has with all the cell phone lights up and everything, that is one hell of a photo. Yeah, that. Tell my son's mom, don't send me no pictures and no videos. I don't feel like I was in a fantasy draft getting ready to cry in front of some grown men. I don't feel like crying in front of these people. You know, tears almost blocked his vision. He almost took fucking uh, Kirk Cousins number one overall. It was. Yeah. And then hearing the crowd uh, singing, he's got the whole world in his hands was. That was tough. Uh, I was trying not to look to my left and my right to my, my brother in Dakota and, and Ken. So I was like, all right, you hold this, you hold it together right now. You keep this, you hold it together. You take as many pictures as you can. Don't you fucking cry. Yeah, not me. I'd have been in there tearing up. Are you crying? Absolutely, I'm crying. I cried when Kobe died. God damn it. I did on that one. Yeah, I had to go to, I had to go to a break room at work and just find a spot and just let it go. People dying before they're supposed to die. This is crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let me out of tear, goddammit. Yeah. 
I was really trying to hold her down because if I start going, there ain't no stopping. And I got to drive home. I ain't, I ain't riding to the rain, riding, what, riding home in the rain, crying my ass off. Fuck all that. <laughs> I was going. If he was, I was going to start playing some on Killer or Duff, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to skip over that. I was uh, just trying to go off memory here. Not that I didn't forget it. It was more of like, ah, I don't want to talk about that right now. But It hurts. It all hurts. Yeah. But, uh... So we had two dark matches after this. We had uh, shit. What was the first one? Uh, Solo Sokoa and Riddle. Yeah. yeah, that that match happened. It was it was okay. The best part though was uh, the crowd found like our section finally got attacked together. Uh, there was some guy who kept cheering for all the heels, <laughs> and, and like you'd hear. Uh, Let's go solo, and then eventually there's people who bought into the chant, and then there was people who were like, in between it, would say solo sucks. So you had that back and forth. <laughs> it was a it shame. A while, we got there. It was a shame it didn't happen during the middle of the show, given there was a whole lot more of uh, like tributes and stuff during that. And so the, I guess this was the fun part of it, where everybody <laughs> already got to cry out and, and relax a little bit, but. Yeah, that was that was fun. I wish I could have got a video of that one. Uh, but Solo did end up picking up the win. He did he, it with the Tribal Chief. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I wish I wish I could have seen them. Yeah, and and then the uh, Roman and Roman and Jimmy and Paul Heyman. Well, they uh, it was just Solo. Roman was not yeah. there. Yeah, none of the other Dashians were there. <laughs> Which was the best part of this whole thing. I didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> but the uh, they still would have kept with the bloodline drama on that tribute show. I've lost my shit. Mm-mm. Keep it away. Been a bad time. Uh, the main event after the main event, the dark match main event was uh, Cody Cody Rhodes versus Austin Theory. Uh, very quick. Squash match it was real. Was really fun to see too. Uh, what is going on with the background there, bud? Your dog was... drinking. That, what the know. dog do? Is that the dog, the dog drinking? Or somebody's having a really good time right now. Either way, well, there's a reason my camera off today, boys. Let me tell you. Either that or you're stirring, uh, stirring some macaroni. Either way. Uh, I, sh- I should call her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes had a squash match against Austin Theory. Then, uh, again, addressed the crowd. He uh, gave another shout-out to OVW. He, he's been doing that a lot recently, which is awesome. But, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get y'all show grades. We'll go ahead and start with you, Dakota. I'll fuck his uh, I'm a, I'm giving an A. It's a it was it was perfect. Smacking you. Yeah, uh, my fault. Didn't notice you were on mute. <laughs> nah, it's all good. You know, you, you didn't want to hear the magical noises in the background. I give it. <laughs> uh, 
Mo, what's your grade for the show, man? Um, I'm gonna give it a a an A minus. I didn't That's get to see it. Yeah, uh, so because I feel like those other two matches probably would have been like godly to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I'm gonna give it an A plus. If this was, uh, if this was a pay per view or something along the lines of that, and everybody got to see all the matches, it would be. Yeah, I mean, you would have gave it the same grade as well. It was, it was great having uh, Cody address the crowd at the end too. Um, just uh, just capped it all off. But yeah, yeah very very fun overall. You got to see all the big stars you wanted to last night. Yeah, it felt more like a like a house show for live TV. That's the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody got everybody went home happy. There was no no screwy finishes, none of that. But yeah, uh, so that was the SmackDown recap. Uh, to uh, hit on some other breaking news that isn't as sad. Uh, Edge might be going to AEW. He hasn't accepted the offer that WWE gave him yet. Hey, whoa. Uh, we can't, uh, we, we're not putting that one in the show, bro. No, might need, to, <laughs> might need to beef that one. I got a little aggressive there. I apologize. This is not a call to be lobby, bro. This is going on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so he might be going to AEW. Uh, might be, uh, be with his brother. Yeah. I'll be with Christian, man. Right. I'll be with your brother. But he put out a video on Twitter of him uh, talking about <clears throat> going back to her or him not going back to WWE just yet because he hasn't accepted his contract. So he could be at all in. It would be amazing to see. But. Uh, last little bit before we end the podcast. Our boy Donovan, the mammoth Cecil, might end up being on the YouTube documentary. Or not YouTube documentary, Netflix documentary. I'm sorry. Got my website's mixed up there. Just keep disrespecting this man. Hey, I mean, we already talked crap about his Bengals. He's so. Uh, Fuck the Bengals. FTB. FTB. But uh, we'll eventually uh, get him on one of these shows and just let him talk about what what's, what all to expect in the show and uh, uh, how Bray Wyatt had a had an effect on his uh, wrestling oh. career. But yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up from there. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social media accounts on uh, TikTok at Pop This Potty for the Cheap. Uh, on Instagram, uh, the Cheap Hop Wrestling Podcast, and make sure you give us a like and a follow on Facebook at Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, with all that being said, this is such good shit. This is not enough. The whole world in my hands, man. Love y'all. Be easy. Signing out. Yeah, I don't have anything uh, witty this this week. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk, and we out here. <laughs>